Welcome to the Put Cancer Behind You podcast, a series dedicated to helping cancer patients and survivors lead healthy, happy, cancer-free lives. I'm your host, Maria Barnes. In today's episode, it's going to be me sharing a bit more, and this time, I'd like to talk about the feeling of loss, and in particular, what it takes to get beyond it. Because as a two-time cancer survivor and coach, this is a topic that's been front and center for me. If you're a cancer patient or survivor, I'm sure you'll agree that when you were told you had cancer, it struck fear in your heart. That fear is the fear of loss. It's your mind imagining the loss of good health, loss of physical abilities and mental acuity, loss of mobility, loss of body parts, and even loss of life. If you survive the disease, the fear of loss remains because the result of cancer can and does lead to the loss of a job or future job opportunities. Sometimes it even leads to the loss of a spouse or partner. Truth be told, a diagnosis of cancer means the loss of your entire old way of life, period. For our loved ones, the fear of loss can even be more pronounced than it is for those of us who are going through it, believe it or not. Cancer is so life-changing because it affects not only the individuals who have it, it affects their friends and families, and the effects can be long-lasting. Having cancer certainly changed everything for me and the way I lived my life. Some of that was positive, but truthfully, some of the results were not what I ever considered as being anything other than negative. And it's been quite a journey getting to a place where I've been able to turn that around. So, How do you get beyond the loss that comes with a disease like cancer? First, you have to admit that you're fearful. However loss is showing up for you, you have to acknowledge it and honor it. Take time to grieve if that's what you need to do. Feel into it. Have a good cry. Cry as often as you need to, in fact. Just do what you need to do until you feel like you've just cried it all out. Change of any kind is demanding, but with cancer, it's often terrifying. So you have to let your fears wash over you in a wave of emotion until you've just given it all its due. Then, and only then, do you make the conscious decision to move forward and let go of the loss. This, above all, takes presence of mind and the belief that you're entitled to a great life. You need to accept that you're entitled to miracles. If you were raised Christian, there's no doubt that you were taught to be small, weak, and undeserving of love. Because of that training, the very thought that you're entitled to love instead of loss seems kind of arrogant to your ego. The truth is, we all experience some form of loss while we're here on Earth. Cancer just happens to magnify it, to bring it fully into focus. And that's fine. We're all here to experience contrast. And a sense of loss certainly is the opposite of love. However, we are magnificent beings who were made of love, from love, for love, and we deserve to experience lives that are full of love and joy and great health. When you find yourself reeling from a sense of loss, it's because you've focused too long on the belief that you're separate from love, which has blocked the flow of love in your life. To heal, you need to remove the blocks to the awareness of love's presence, and that requires managing your mind. Healing from anything can only occur when the energy flow that's stuck gets unstuck, if you will. And that's accomplished by forgiving and removing the unloving thoughts that brought you to the unhappy state of being you experience with loss. 
To get beyond suffering, you need to be willing to let go of beliefs that no longer serve you. Now, I understand fully how difficult this can be. Thanks to cancer, you look different, your body's different, your mind's different, your life's completely different. You can't do things you did before, and there's no going back. I experienced all of that, and if I were a different kind of person, I might still be focusing on the loss. But, you know, my husband reminds me, hey, you're still here. And because I'm here, I'm entitled to a full, happy, healthy life. I'm entitled to miracles. I do believe that. But I understand that to have them, I have to be open to them. I also have to believe in my ability to consciously create life the way I want to experience it by focusing my mind, my thoughts, my emotions. No one else is ever going to do that for me. And if I don't manage my own mind, someone else will. So I've had to take responsibility for my own well-being, both mental and physical. Despite all the unforeseen changes that cancer delivered, I've had to up my game. I've had to get over the negativity that was weighing me down. And doing the work, as I call it, starts before I even get out of bed. Before I even open my eyes, I give thanks for another day in which to play. I thank my guides and teachers and all the beings of light and love that are here to help me. I ask for their help and for me to be able to hear them so that I'm open to their guidance and I'm able to move peacefully through my day. That's number one. Next, I stand in front of the mirror and tell myself I'm beautiful, regardless of how my body looks. Yes, I can see the loss. Yes, I see the scars, the differences. But yes, I also see the beauty of my spirit, the real me shining through. And that spirit deserves a body that works. So I'm going to love the skin I'm in. I just want to say that whether you've had cancer or not, we all need to appreciate and nurture that physical vehicle that gets us around this world, even if it's not perfect anymore. I appreciate feeling well, but even more so, I appreciate my scars. They're a testament to my strength and faith in life and love, and I'm proud of that. Another thing I do before breakfast is I read a daily lesson from A Course in Miracles. It does wonders for me. Now, whether that's your spiritual practice or not, whatever your spiritual practice is, take a few minutes every morning to connect to the divine. Align yourself with love. The energy from that focus will go a long way in helping you to feel happy and peaceful as you go through your day. Once you're out and about, make it a point to catch any judgment, any judgment about yourself or someone else as quickly as possible. The loss we all experience actually comes from judgment. It's the belief that we have less now or are less than before. And I'll be the first one to say, reframe that one. No, we don't have less and we aren't less. We have difference. Yes, we are different. And we agreed to experience this on some level or we would not have encountered it. I understand that we gave ourselves this experience of loss because number one, we're strong enough to handle it. And number two, because from a soul level, it's one of the fastest ways to push ourselves into spiritual expansion. So quit with the judgments. Reframe them by seeing everything as a gift with opportunities for growth and expansion that would not have been possible without the experience of the contrast of loss. When it comes to dealing with trauma and loss, just have faith that the learnings and teaching from every experience, no matter what it is, 
are propelling you upwards spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. So change your perspective, even slightly, and you will benefit. One of the ways to do this is by uncovering and countering the negative thoughts that are swirling around in your subconscious. The judgments, the negative beliefs that keep you mired in low frequency. Begin the work by sitting down and make a list of the thoughts and feelings of loss in your life. Start your list with the following sentence. Write this down. I'm afraid of losing, dot, 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 or I'm afraid that, dot, 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 and then finish the sentence. Take your time, allow it all to come bubbling up, and keep going until you've written down every single fear that it comes into your mind. Once you're finished, look at the list. I'm fairly certain that somewhere in there you're going to find fears like, I'm afraid no one will love me anymore. I'm afraid I won't be attractive to anyone anymore. I'm afraid I'll lose my job because of this. I'm afraid I won't be able to pay my bills. I'm afraid I'll have to move. And I'm afraid I'll never be well again. Health fears, financial fears, and fear of judgment by others are just some of the types of fear we associate with cancer and its side effects. To get beyond these, you have to let go of each belief on your list one by one. The fastest way to do that is by acknowledging the fear. Start by mentally stating your fear. One example could be, no one's going to love me because of the way I look now. Ask yourself why you feel that way and write down why you believe it to be true. Be thorough. Take your time. Do this for each limiting belief that surfaces. And once you're through making that list, read each belief and the supporting reasons for them out loud. Then start at the top and address each one. Tell yourself, this thought doesn't have to be true and really doesn't serve me. I accept that it's coming up for me, and now I'm going to love it away because I deserve more, and I'm going to create it. And the next step is to envision yourself somewhere beautiful, walking on a beach, standing in a field of flowers, sitting next to a flowing river, overlooking a beautiful valley, whatever it is, make it somewhere that makes you feel great. Then feel how loved you are just being you. You can be there by yourself. You don't need anyone else there to make you feel worthy, to make you feel loved. Just feel how perfect it is to be you. Spend time in that space, feeling good enough, feeling worthy enough, and feeling loved enough. Really feel into it. Doing this can take time, so don't feel that you have to get through it in one sitting. Just keep coming back to your list and do the work of countering your negative beliefs by feeling into a positive experience that blows away the fear. I used to envision myself in a white space with an angel holding me really tight. It was like being wrapped in the softest, thickest blanket ever, and I would just stay there, wrapped in love, until I felt perfectly at peace. In that light, I knew everything was exactly as it should be. I felt loved, safe, whole, and healed. I was lacking nothing when I was in that space. Whatever it takes for you to get from a state of fear to that state of complete peace is what you need to envision and feel into. It can take one minute or a half hour to get there. It might even take several tries to achieve it. But the point is to get there because that's where fear can't enter. And without fear, there's no loss. What I found in doing this over time was, for lack of a better description, was that I got my mojo back. I mean, I would come out of those meditations feeling calm and not a care in the world. I knew I'd be okay, that I'd find my way through, and I knew that I had help. 
I never had to go it alone. All I had to do was ask for guidance, and there it was. And little by little, step by step, I've made it through. I admit that I used to need to do that particular meditation a lot because it took me a while to address all those cancer fears. These days, it's less, but I have to admit that once the shoe's fallen, you know the other one can fall too. So when the fear of loss does pop up, when that familiar emotion creeps into my heart and makes me freeze, I tell myself that it's just a story I'm creating and that I have the power to give it a happy ending. I act brave. I convince myself I can do anything and that there's a learning and expansion opportunity in there somewhere for me. And doing that sets me at ease. Then I go take action. I go do something that makes me feel better. I may not be capable of getting into joy at that point, but I can definitely feel up the ladder of emotions into something more positive than fear. In short, I respond with a form of love to overcome the form of fear. If I need help, I ask for guidance. So have faith when you ask, because you will receive, and then be open to receiving an answer in unexpected ways. It may come as an inspired thought, it may come in the form of a phone call or a song, or even as part of a conversation you're having with someone. Just be open to receiving the answer. You'll know it when it shows up, because it will be loving. This work, combined with being mindful, is a really powerful recipe for conscious creation. It's how you turn your life around. And that's what we all deserve. More of the positive and less of the negative. To get there, you have to commit to treating yourself as the sacred being you really are. Recognize that you're great and worthy, loving and lovable. Get excited about that. For me, the mantra is, I am unlimited potential and I am here to serve. And that's how I roll. Through the years, the process of being grateful and present-focused has enabled me to get beyond the major fears surrounding loss. However, I do keep running into lesser fears about it, so it's something like, you know, I always look in the mirror and sometimes I think, oh, I'm really strange looking. Everyone's judging me. Now, why would I think that? Well, because thanks to chemo, my hair really never did come back. And since I've never been comfortable wearing a wig, I've spent the last... 16, 17 years walking through this world with pretty sparse hair. So eating organic fruits and vegetables and taking collagen pills has helped somewhat. And in the last two years alone, I've actually been able to grow more hair. But it's a long way from what it used to be, and I'll probably never have a full head of hair again. C'est la vie. That's life. I've stopped thinking about it because it's just a waste of time. There's so much more to life than hair. But it does prove that even after years of doing the work, you can still find another fearful belief to let go of in order to move past the sense of loss that accompanies cancer. The truth about loss is you only feel it when you're living in the past. Once you stop doing that by focusing on being fully present and neutral, you can start to create a life full of joy. Sometimes that's difficult to do, but happiness is a choice. You don't become the master of anything without practice, and certainly not the master of your emotions. It takes work. If you're not there yet, you fake it till you make it. Act like you're already over the loss by feeling into a happier emotion. Envision something super fun and positive, and then get excited about the goals you want to achieve. Once you're there, it's inevitable that you'll create the future you want to have. Why? Because what you focus on is what you get more of, and that's a universal law. 
So if you want to stop grieving, if you want to stop feeling lost, catch the thoughts that take you down and let them go by envisioning the opposite. The gist of getting over any loss is to manage your mind by being aware of the thoughts that run through it. Instead of dwelling on loss in the past, focus on being right here, right now. Love where you are in your life now. This allows you the freedom to create something that will make you happy, both now and in the future. Understand that as part of God, you're always loved, and the universe has more than your back. It's got your whole being. You came here with great excitement and hopeful expectation, so live it. Commit to making each day the best day you ever had. Find reasons to be positive, and then go create. Each day, make it a point to monitor your thoughts. When you realize you're making a judgment, stop. The ego is always interested in conflict and drama. It loves to make you feel loss, anger, guilt, or shame. Put a stop to all of it, first by telling the thought that it doesn't serve you, and then by letting it go. Just be open to the opportunities for growth that present themselves, for something new. Don't waste time thinking about what will never be again. Everything has its time, and honor that by making the most of where you are today. Work on feeling into your magnificence as you are now. Remember, you're not a body. You're an eternal creative consciousness having a physical experience. Yes, that's a metaphysical way of putting it, but it allows you the freedom to create the more you came looking for in this lifetime, and you don't do it by living in fear. When you stop being fearful, you're saying to the universe, I'm ready for more. And any sense of loss goes out the window as you step into your true self. So allow yourself to shine. Be infinitely grateful for everything being exactly as it is. Without contrast, you wouldn't be pushed to expand and experience whatever it is that you came to create. Just remember, we are the creators here. So own everything in your life. It's all you. Go inside and have faith that in time, you will be fine. We never know what the future holds, but I do know this. We're always surrounded by loving support from guides, teachers, family members, and God. Have faith that a rich life lies ahead of you. Trust is how you thrive. It's how you overcome anything that presents a challenge to your emotional and physical well-being. When you add gratitude to it and get out of your way, love flows in and replaces the emptiness of loss. So that's it for today. No one is coming to save us, and no one else can make your life better, except you. It's your show, so step into your power and be the magnificent love and life you really are. God bless and keep you. Here's wishing you a powerful, happy, healthy day. Thank you for listening to Put Cancer Behind You with Maria Barnes. So you won't miss a single episode. We hope you'll follow our program on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite pod platforms. And be sure to visit us at mariabarnes.net, on Facebook at Put Cancer Behind You, on Twitter at PCBY01, or on Instagram at mariabarnespcby. Also, you can help us grow our audience by leaving a thoughtful review. Remember, if you or someone you know is in need of cancer coaching, Maria is here to help. We'll see you next time. Copyright 2022, Maria Barnes, LLC, all rights reserved.